Just a couple of boys from WA. But if you're not, that's okay. It's the Mitchell and Michael Show. Welcome, everybody, to the podcast. Uh, big show today as it kicks off the entire year. Yeah, we're back for 2023. Yeah. And uh, on today's show, we go on like a little journey of the mind. Uh, look, tell me what you think, but I think I'm onto something with toothpaste. Yeah. So stick around. We dive into... Bear with me, because it'll make you think long and hard about why it's called toothpaste. Yeah. Uh, I don't have any jokes for it yet. Why are you squeezing tennis balls? It just makes me feel comfortable. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> uh, a couple guys, in each hand. It's actually weirdly not a rusty show. Normally when we come back for the first show of the year, we're very rusty. We'll, we'll just straight back into it. Yeah, we really knew what we were doing. Oh, it's easy to not be rusty when the door's completely fallen off. <laughs> you just walk through. Uh, but no, no, just stick around. Uh, we've got a good show. We've got the band words of and the band phrases of 2023. Uh, we've also got a whole bunch of cops quitting. That's uh, very unfortunate. Yeah. In WA, they all want out. Now, uh, have you ever... Uh, no, that's, we are rusty. <laughs> Why are we rusty in this bit, but not the yeah, show? Is, it's because when it's live, you can just do it. That's yeah. the problem. I've always said that pre-recording stuff, there's always a bigger chance to fail. Yeah. I was just going to say, are you looking after the kids this holidays? Have I got a lesson for you in convincing your children to go for cheaper things? Yes. And also, you've got a weird gift from your grandfather. That's uh, good fun. Uh, which looks like it's been stolen from a museum. We're going to find out what's in it and why you got it. But first, we will kick it off with Ben Hahavi. We promise the show is crisper. Than this. We didn't even mention like the things that would get you sucked in, like Prince Harry talking about his willy. Oh yeah, yeah. Prince Harry talks about his dick. <laughs> Politics, crime, sport, finance. You've heard the news before, but not like this. <laughs> it's up early with Ben Ha Harvey. Michael Ross. Ooh, give me those headlines. First one of twenty twenty three. The headlines, of course. Gonna make fun of them. Crust Pizza has announced it has been a victim of website scammers. Fortunately, though, no customers lost any money as no one has bought a pizza from Crust since 2009. <laughs> <laughs> They're so expensive. I tell you what, I bought a pizza, thought I was getting scammed. It yeah. was just their prices. <laughs> Oh, that one was live. <laughs> uh, a man who sent a message in a bottle 37 years ago was shocked to find that his return to him after he launched it, launched it into the ocean. I guess he must have had the wrong C-mail address. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. <laughs> uh, it gets worse. Uh, tennis star Nick Kyrgios is in hot water after being photographed riding an e-scooter without a helmet in Melbourne. What the public don't realise is he doesn't need one because he is a massive helmet. <laughs> Because that, that didn't get worse. They got better. Uh, <laughs> that was good. <laughs> Dick Kyrgios. <laughs> For the new year, uh, but I just want to quickly catch up on Christmas because we have yep. to kind of move on in radio. We, it, it was a month ago. We've been yeah. gone for so long. Look, first day back, we've got to, like, what do you expect us to do? Come up with new stuff? <laughs> no. But last Christmas... Yeah. I didn't get a heart, no. I got a different gift. Uh, my grandpa, my dad's dad, uh, just loves to give unusual gifts. Okay. Okay. Uh, it'll often be 
something maybe religious. Really? <laughs> yeah, we got a we got a nice big calendar of baby Jesus. Really? Yeah. Uh, or it'll be something very like old school. Like he got me gone with the wind on DVD when I was younger. Um, like, oh, so he really doesn't... He doesn't know anyone. Okay. <laughs> and he's like, okay. but these are always classic. He gives you things that he enjoys. Yeah. So I'm about to show you what he got us this Christmas. Okay. And I want you to see if you can figure out what it is. Yep. If you can't figure it out, I reckon we put it on socials. All right. I present to you this decorative green... Imitation Fabergé egg. Yeah. So a Fabergé egg is like a like a bejeweled encrusted like egg. It's yeah. Not, it's not a real one. It looks like what like it's a, like plastic. It look, looks like what like a king would have, <laughs> like Indiana Jones would try and steal. Uh, something you would give to previously mentioned baby Jesus. <laughs> yes, the three wise men <laughs> may have presented a fake Fabergé egg. Frankincense and or myrrh in there. Well, here's the thing: there is something within. Mm-hmm. But I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna tell you. You have to guess. What could this is have it, inside? Is it a Fabergé yolk? <laughs> it's, it's not. Would you like a little sound? Would you like to hear to get maybe a little clue as to what's inside? Yep. Coins. No, it's not ah. coins. It's not a money box. No, it's about how tall would you say? It's yeah. about like less than ten centimeters tall. And it's not a money box because you wouldn't have any money left. <laughs> After you've bought it to put anything in it. <laughs> From the sound of it, I don't think it's... it's... about the size of your egg, of, of, of an egg. <laughs> it's bigger it's, than an egg. It's, it's this... No, 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 no. What animal did I say? That's... It's the size of an emu egg. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it actually is. It actually it looks like bang on like an emu egg. So do you want... Do we want to put this on our story? Mm-hmm. And uh, you can have a little listen. one 800 Uh You can guess throughout the morning... What is inside this fake Fabergé egg? Keeping in mind that this was a Christmas gift from my grandpa. Jeez. Merry Christmas, everyone. Police on Triple M, Good Times, Greatest Hits, New Sport and Weather on the way. Speaking of the police, yeah, uh, they had the, the most resignations in a in a year ever for the West Australian P- Police Force. Really? Yeah. I know, yeah. I, get a, I know someone that's a cop and like he's like three people have... Quit. Yeah, 460 cops quit WA last year and 97 retired. We did it, Crims! We did it! <laughs> I was going to say, you know both. You know, <laughs> you know with snitches. Ross, these words are out. Oh, thanks, Carly. <laughs> what do you mean, out? Well, according to this uh, US... University, Lake Superior State University, every year does a poll and the top 10 words and phrases are out the entire university, which means like not used in exams, not used in assignments, in essays, in in talks around the university. Since 1976, they've been doing this and the words are in, coming at number one, goat. So it's like, this guy is the goat, the the greatest of all, all time. That's, That's out. out. Yep. Also included uh, inflection point. Okay. Gaslighting. Let me tell you what, that's bloody overuse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, quiet quitting. I actually watched that movie on the weekend. Which one? Gaslighting. 
where the saying comes from. It's, oh. a, it's a movie about a husband who tricks his wife into thinking she's insane. Oh, yeah, nice, good, nice. good film. Uh, quiet quitting, which is where you do your job poorly or something like that, or you do what? just enough to... So they're saying you'll get bad marks if you put these words in these essays. Yeah, they sound like they're overplayed, overused, and people are sick of hearing them. Uh, moving forward. <laughs> That's just how else am I <laughs> propelling <laughs> in general. Like I guess, like I, I think maybe it's like well, we know it in the radio world is they're called crutches, which is like yeah. a word you fall back on. And I guess moving forward, we don't want to do that. Uh, <laughs> amazing people don't like amazing anymore. Find a better word. So wonderful, fantastic, Ab- absolutely is not allowed at this university anymore. Definitively, does that make sense? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> uh, and irregardless. Yeah, I'm uh, not sure if that's even a word. And uh, it is what it is. <laughs> well, this list this is might, That's my favorite word. Like, everyone be like, oh, your, your parents just died. I'm like, it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> F. Fail. <laughs> On this day, on Triple M, this day in music. On this day in music, we go back to the year 1973, Mitch. Uh, this is the year that Bruce Springsteen has his, like, debut album. Oh, yeah. But he's already, like, he's pretty well known through Philly already. It's Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. And the E Street Band. Yeah. So they went to play uh, a concert in Philly, but there were only 25 people in the audience. Why? Because the local newspaper was on strike, and unfortunately, the show wasn't advertised at all. It's a no one came. Aww. So you could be Bruce Springsteen. But if no one knows what you're doing, if you don't have that reach, 25 people will come. Those 25 people were probably going to go to that, like, it was probably like a club. They're probably just going to go there anyway. 25. They're like, oh, Bruce Springsteen's here. 25 people at a concert. That, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. I feel like a lot of those people would have been like, dancing in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you were a little... <laughs> it was a little uh, would you say that, that that gig was tougher than the rest? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm on fire. <laughs> <laughs> so that guy on stage, bored of the USA. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but that be the streets of Philly. <laughs> He probably couldn't even see everyone in the crowd anyway because yeah. he was blinded by the light. Hey, you think, <laughs> what is he bloody doing, the night shift? <laughs> <laughs> nah. Uh, they're like, don't play that song. There we go, we're done. <laughs> what the, he has a song called Don't Play That Song. Says that, yeah. Okay. You know I'm just reading. I like that you go off your actual knowledge of the songs and I have to quickly Google him. Mitch, uh, the man formerly known as Prince. Harry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He is uh, just making headlines yet again. Because he's done the, he did the interview with Oprah. Yeah, he's really just like, he's burning the bridges. The London Bridge is burning. That's, isn't that, isn't that what happened when the Queen died? Isn't that, wasn't that the code word? Oh, London Bridge is burnt. Like, yeah. Right, yeah. So he has a new book that he calls Spare. Really called Spare? Yeah. Oh, because I guess it's like, he's hey. the spare. And they go, do you have a spare book? And he goes, yeah. <laughs> he is the spare because he was never in line to the throne as long as William was around. Yep. So he's, that's exactly what he is. He a lot is of the spare. Men put their willy first. <laughs> now, why do you say that? <laughs> because, look, 
I don't know anything about this book. I haven't read this book, nor will I read this book. I don't even know if I can read a full book yet, because I haven't, unless it's a Gary Lyons Aussie nibbles. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I have just been sent excerpts of this audio book, which, look, if there's one way to get me to listen to something, it Mm. is through little bite-sized clips. Uh, And I do like that Prince Harry, or sorry, formerly known as Prince, just Harry now, reads the book to you. That's great. But should he? Because we've got some clips here. Here's the first one. My penis was oscillating between extremely sensitive and borderline traumatised. Hang on. This book? Yep. I thought it was an autobiography. That's off to like a Fifty Shades kind of stuff. Yeah. Look, I don't know what that is about. I just, I was like, okay, that's that's very interesting. Maybe it's very, ta- very intimate. Yeah, but maybe it's taken out of context. So here's another clip. What was the universe out to prove by taking my penis at the same moment it took my brother? Now, what? What? your brother's still alive. What, what <laughs> is he talking about? Uh, and I thought, look, hey, it's just a weird moment. There's, there's two clips of him talking about That's fine. his appendage. You can have two sentences in his about books. It. But hey, he's Harry. He's, he's as royal as you get. Yeah. Uh, no, 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 this one. Everyone knew everyone's business down to who was circumcised and who wasn't. We called it Roundheads versus Cavaliers. Okay. <laughs> First of all... There's too much. Why is there so much appendage talk? Yeah. Uh, and also, that man, as you know, uh, as a man that sometimes records stuff for a station, how many takes is that? Like, how many takes oh. is he taking to have such a straight face? He's a one-take wonder. <laughs> when, when saying that, it's just, I don't... I don't. I think it actually it all adds up really because the book is spare because he's always been second to Willie <laughs> and he can't he can't ever you know it's obviously on his mind all the time. Yeah. Both both Willies. I actually did I I had I had to do research yeah. to figure out what the hell is he talking about? What is he talking about? Frostbite. Do you have frostbite okay. in his Willie? He had yeah, he had frostbite on his penis. And it, he was still suffering the day of Will and Kate's wedding, oh. and he was he was legitimately concerned that he would lose both willies. Because it- <laughs> <laughs> sure you grab the listener app now, you can catch up on the Mitchell and Michael show as well as Mitchell Tinley's new show, uh, Triple MMA. Congratulations, mate! So, That's right. It's first a- episode away. Yeah, it's like Triple M. But we talk about MMA. It's great. It's awesome. Now, uh, for the uneducated, MMA? Mixed martial arts. Great. So this is what I want to go over because, you know, to enjoy the podcast, you're very welcoming. Yes. You try and avoid a lot of, like, jargon, lingo. Yeah. But when you're talking to fighters, yep. it's it's just the way that people in the industry talk. Yeah. Like, it's, it's what you want everyone to sort of listen and go, I don't know anything, but I kind of like it, and I like to think that I can bring you along for the ride. So, I need you to break down some common phrases in MMA for mm-hmm. us. Uh, ground and pound. Uh, that is where someone is on the ground and you are whooping them. Yeah, that one is quite self-explanatory. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. they go, because you can do that. Yeah, you can when do they, that. When they're on the ground, you can go after yeah. them. But then what is the lay and pray? Oh, the lay and pray is like, normally they award the guy that is on top. Like, he is like a schoolyard fight. You go, that guy was on top. He's, He's winning. winning. Yep. Uh, and a lot of guys that are like good at the wrestling, but not, might not be good at anything else, will try and get on top and then just like wait it out. 
right so then they win. He's laying on him and just and hoping. praying the yeah. judges give him the win. Okay, let's lay and pray. So what's wall and stall? Uh, wall and stall very similar, uh, except you're up against the cage, so you might be just good at leaning on someone. Right. So you could just be a big fat guy. So it's the opposite of the classic boxing rope a dope, where yes. you're. So you you want to be pushing the person onto the wall. Yes. Okay. Uh, yes. So far, all of these love them. Yep. Ground and pound. Lay and pray. Yep. Wall and stall. What's stand and bag? <laughs> <laughs> you, you guys just gave up on the rhyme. <laughs> Can we fix that as well? First of all, what's stand and bang? Stand and bang is just like kind of like where you stand in the middle and you kind of just like rock 'em sock 'em like robot style. Like why what? isn't it called rock 'em sock 'em? <laughs> well, that, it could be called that as well, actually. But yeah, it's stand and bang. <laughs> stand and bang. Did it, someone who was bad at that come up with the name? <laughs> someone as he got hit yeah. and he got the CTE. He said, he said uh, he's like, I can't. Ride no more. <laughs> Get triple MMA on list. Uh, Michael Ross, forget, you know, the uh, Republicans versus the Democrats. Forget um, the Germans versus the rest of the world. <laughs> forget forget the, the, the Bloods versus the Crips. Uh, uh, this, <laughs> this is the biggest uh, battle that is splitting everyone. Uh, have you seen the latest Macca's menu item? Yes. Yeah. It is a... Potato. Hot potato, hot potato. There we go. Uh, I was going to say cake. So just a potato. <laughs> no, no, no. That's yeah. what I'm getting at. Yeah. A potato, cake, and or scallop. Well, in WA, we call them potato scallops. I don't think it's a, like, <sighs> this is the thing. It's like, what is it? Like, what is what it? Is it Because, like, who started it? I'm assuming the Irish. Because <laughs> it's a potato. Yeah. But then it's it's deep fried, so it could be the Scottish. They lo- they started the deep fried Mars bars and everything. Did they? They did. Uh, they love a deep fried thing. It could just be the English. Or did we start it? That's what I mean. Like, do they have it in the UK fish and chip shops, or is it an Australian fish and chip shop thing? Yeah, so I don't know, but I think Macca's has called it a scallop. Someone's crossed it out online, wrote cake, vice versa. And do you, or do you appease the market you're in as well? Like, if you go to a, a, a Macca's in uh, China, I believe, don't yell at me for this one, I believe there's rice there. <laughs> okay, I, I think there is. So I think that's fine. But, the but you know example, what I mean. Like if you're in, if you're in the place, you want to like a piece of what the people want. Where you, you might not have like it here. Did Quentin Tarantino not teach us that in France mm-hmm. they call like the quarter pounder? The Royale with cheese. Like, you change yep. the name where, based on where you are. Yeah, and it's an important lesson, kids. Like, it, depending on where you are, change who you are. You know? Yeah. Like, like to fit in. <laughs> so, when you go over to the east, yeah. start saying potato cake or you'll be ridiculed. Well, it's like my father always said do you want to be right or do you want to be happy? Which basically translates to let mum be right and yeah. you'll be happy or you can be right and be unhappy. I thought his saying was, do you want to be right or do you want to be dead? <laughs> I was like, about potato cake. He mixes it up sometimes. You're enjoying your holidays. Maybe you have to entertain the kids. Oh, yeah? You know, can't can't always get them off to one of those like school holiday programs or anything like that. Do they even do those anymore? Because I don't see many people like we used to when we were kids. We used to just get dumped somewhere yeah. for four weeks. That's what my wife's <laughs> like, job is. Oh, you're in, you're at violin camp, and I'm like, well, I don't play the violin, and it's like doesn't matter. And then you're there for four weeks. Yeah, my wife is doing like a school holiday 
program sort of thing. You get okay. dropped off every day. It's not like a camp. Uh, but, you know, that costs money. I saw one dad just show just we were all thinking of it the wrong way. Why spend money on the fun thing when the world is full of fun things? I was uh, at the, like, a wildlife park okay. uh, with some friends who have a kid. Okay. Yep. Uh, she's very young. She's only just over one. She's not even two yet. But we took her to a wildlife park. She'll have no memory of it. But they've <laughs> always got the photos of her, like, feeding a sheep. Yep. Beautiful. Wonderful. Great. But cost money, didn't it? Mm. Yeah, that's the, yeah. Outside the wildlife park is a playground. Playgrounds are free. Nice. That's good, isn't it? Yeah. But what's even better than that... <laughs> Is <laughs> that we're in this park having lunch outside the wildlife park mm-hmm. by the playground, mm-hmm. and this little kid's like, "Oh, Dad, I want to, oh, the playground. Can I go to, on the slide?" And he goes, "Nah, mate, nah, nah. Uh, just, uh, just play with these." <laughs> and what he's pointed to is a bike rack. <laughs> <laughs> like a decorative, uh, like it looked a little unusual. It didn't look like your classic metal bike rack, but yeah. it was still a bike rack. It's kind of like it's kind of like a jungle gym. Like yes. kinda... <laughs> and the kid was like, "Oh yeah," and he proceeded to like climb through it and on it and sort of swing on it a bit because he wasn't very big. Yeah, and he was well, having a ball well, like, on a bike rack. It's like, do you remember as a kid ever getting to go to the tip with your dad? I do remember it was going to the, the tip. the most fun ever. I lived by a tip and would go there with my mates. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just want to know, 1-800-011-666, like, what have you convinced the kids of? Like, did you convince them to play at the tip instead of going to the playground? Maybe you convinced them another thing to, like, save a bit of money. Yeah. So 1-800-011-666, what did you convince your kids of? My dad convinced me that turning the light on in the car was illegal to stop, so, like, to yeah. make us behave. Yeah. It was like, don't turn the light on in the middle of the car. Yeah. Especially at night, that's illegal. So what your parents, like, what are you convincing your kids of? Sort of celebrating the moment when a father convinced his son... That would be better to play on a bike rack than play on a playground. It is like a little. It is like a little jungle gym. So I can see that. Uh, hats off to him. You know, it's important to convince our kids of you know many things. And as a, as a dad yourself, Mitch, yep. I'm sure that you'll find many of these little hacks and ways around to either get the kids to behave. Yeah. Maybe you can save money by convincing them instead of you know instead of going into the to <laughs> adventure world, just play on this bike rack. Yeah. Now, we've got Casey on the line. Uh, Casey's from Broome, and you've got a daughter? Yes, I do. Okay, and, uh, you know, you're a bit of a busy mum, and sometimes it's just easier to maybe convince them of things that aren't real. What have you convinced her of? Um, I mean, you know, you spend so much money on toys, but sometimes, uh, you know, a water bottle, oh. that's all it takes. Uh, especially when she started crawling, um, she would just pace, I mean, pace as crawling, just a water bottle from one end of the room to the other, just kind of pushing it with her tiny little hands. Uh, what type of water bottle are we talking? Like a like a fancy one, a metal Those one? Frank Green ones or, or whatever they're called? Like a, just a regular, like, plastic just one? Like a, just a plastic, just crinkly, you know... Okay. Yes, they're not single use. I used to. <laughs> we used to give those to like our dogs yeah. as like toys. You maybe put some like rocks inside. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Are, are children any good at fetch? 
Oh, yeah. I mean, kids are basically dogs. <laughs> They're, just smart. They're just smart dogs, right? <laughs> I am scared of dogs. <laughs> Last year, on a Monday, we'd get fired up and, like, motivated for the week ahead. Yeah. You know, but you need that to, like, to get through the year. But this is a brand new year. You know, there's a lot of year to go. There's We're so already feeling year. motivated. Yeah. So, like, why don't we take the time on, on Mondays yep. to just, like, muse... And that, that just like think yeah. about like the mysteries do of not, the universe. Do not smart explain to me. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking the other day, why do we call it toothpaste? Because why isn't it teeth paste? Because you clean the tooth individually. But do you? Because it's like it's for your teeth. It's not for one tooth. Like, the, the idea is that you put it in your mouth yeah. and you brush all your teeth, and it's also a toothbrush and not a teeth brush. Why is it, or why is it singular and not plural? Uh, like, okay, cool, yeah. I was going to say, because you like, it's the same thing with like you tiptoe and stuff like that, don't you? But you don't like feet, toe, you know? You would be thinking tiptoes, yeah. you know, on the tip of your toes. Yeah. But yeah, it's all, why is it always. Why is it always just one? Is it just like an inclusivity thing? So Colgate go, there could be a guy with yeah. only one tooth. Yeah, it's a fair point. And we don't want him to feel left out. And we don't want him to think that the teeth paste is not for him because he's only got one. Yeah. And also, what if one needs to be like cleaned more? What do you mean? Like, is in one's dirtier than the other? So, like, that's the to- you're focusing on our tooth. You're focusing on the tooth. Well, I. D- I think, though, it's just we use it for the whole mouth. We're using it as, like, teeth. My, my wife rebutted and said, well, what about a hairbrush? And I said, yeah, but the plural of hair is still just hair. Oh, like we don't say hairs. We don't say, like, our my hairs. You know? That's true. You don't we get... just call it, like, oh, he's losing his hair. We don't yeah. say he's losing his hairs. So, it's, it's, so that one is a plural to yeah. me, hairbrush. Yep, yeah, gotcha. But not teeth brush. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Look, if you, I don't know, work in the dental profession and, and understand the reason, but this is, I just want to take time on Monday to get yeah. everyone thinking just a little bit more about the words we use. Yeah. And the way of the word. Like, why, like why is it a root canal? Like, why isn't it, and why isn't the replacement like a root gondola? I've tried, mate. I've tried. I've tried. <laughs> You're reaching for one of them big <laughs> poles that the gondola guy uses. <laughs> if you enjoyed the Mitchell and Michael podcast, remember to subscribe, leave a review, and share with your mates.